0: Greetings, students, and welcome to another fun-filled day here at. Hey. What's up, kids, and welcome to Horror in the Halls. I'm Bob, a.k.a. Mr. Holland.
1: And I'm Jenny, a.k.a. Mrs.
0: Hill. And we're just two high school teachers talking about the spooky stuff we love. And guys, it's finally time for a Jenny dreadful. Dun, 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 dun. So in this week's lesson, we learned that of all the weapons in the world, love is the most dangerous, as we discussed the New York Times best-selling novel, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies by Jane Austen and Seth Graham Smith. Man, it's a good one. I like yes, it. Yes, it is. All right, and as you know, Miss Hill is our illustrious English teacher. Let yes, her uh, let her lead this. Start the show.
1: <laughs> Start the show. Um, okay. Well, I have some cool facts, like you always do. You know, with the movies, but um, I went with the authors this time. I have a Jane Austen. I'm by her first. Um, she was born in December 1775, and she died in July of 1817. She, I love Jane Austen. If, if you're an English teacher, you can't not love her. Like, if you don't, you're lame, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, she was quoted saying, let other pens dwell on guilt and misery, which I loved that, so I made sure to quote it, but um, she's known for her six completed novels, Pride and Prejudice, obviously, being number one. Sense and Sensibility, Mansfield Park, Emma, Persuasion, and Northanger Abbey, which I have not read that one. Um, I probably should. Um, She wrote anonymously and did not become popular into the 20th century, which is normal for that time period. Like, they wrote under pseudonyms or, like, um, just anonymously, because women were not respected or revered as writers or anything of the sort at that time. So,
0: yeah, I was about to which, ask: was it because of her her sex, or was it like just because kind of the the content? So, I guess probably at the time, it makes sense.
1: Uh, it was her sex, yeah, most definitely. Um, her work has been adapted so many times. Um, we have many adaptations of *Pride and Prejudice*, obviously, as well as *Emma*, *Sense and Sensibility*, *Mansfield Park*. Um, we have an awesome adaptation of *Emma* called *A Clueless*. I get really excited about when I see that kind of stuff. Um,
0: is that really an the, adaptation of a Jane Austen story? Yeah. That's hilarious. And I know a, that's, it's
1: of Emma. Yeah.
0: That's funny. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Cause Emma's a matchmaker. So
0: yeah, so, it's great. I wonder what Jane Austen would think of the movie Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: actually, she probably would have really liked it because so? Emma is like this really, you know, rich, like well-to-do lady that lives with her dad hmm. and it's just her and her dad and the guy that comes over is like an ex stepson so like that makes that's how they make the connection with the you know the hmm. love interest in emma so it's it's really good i, I don't know I, I enjoy it but i thought it was hilarious i was like oh my gosh it's emma <laughs> so, i love Clueless. that's
0: funny i had no idea
1: <laughs> yeah Um, there have been, uh, there's a lot of things that have been uh, retold. Um, and then you have their vicious retelling of Pride and Prejudice, um, with the splash of zombies, also known as unmentionables in the book that we're about to uh, review. So,
0: um,
1: but yeah, that's been adapted. Oh my gosh. I can't talk. Adapted. Adapted, uh, into like miniseries and movies. And so I love, I love me some Pride and Prejudice. My favorite. Um. And then you have Seth Graham Smith. He is forty-seven years old, and he's an American author. So, which I thought was a cool mashup. Um, he's written *Pride and Prejudice and Zombies* as well as *Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter*, which is also another major uh, major motion picture. That's um, really I did cool. like the yeah, no, I really liked the movie. I haven't I haven't read the book, but I did like the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, his combination of history and horror make you feel like it's the real thing quoted by tim burton he's my favorite oh, which I'm is mad. why he got making appearance today um he occasionally writes and produces movies but he's he is well known and most liked um for the lego batman movie and it so and if you look at his instagram it's full of like pictures of like the uh of the scenes of like of it and stuff like all the you know the characters and, actors like a and writer? <clears throat> he's a producer on it
0: okay 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 i was like Did yeah he write that i didn't know he wrote that Okay,
1: that's cool. No, he he was a producer on it because I I made sure to look at his IMDb to, to make to make sure, but then I also looked at his Instagram. So his Instagram is like full of pictures of like the making of it. So it was really okay, cool. Okay, okay. Let's see. Um, which I thought was really neat because on his bio like page, like he talks about like how he grew up reading Stephen King. So I bet he was like super stoked that he got to be on it.
0: Oh, I bet. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking I it's like he did actually, he co-wrote the Lego Batman movie and Dark yeah. Shadows and Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. He he co-wrote those.
1: Yeah. Oh, Dark Shadows. Yeah. Um, interesting. Mm hmm. So He's also written two other books, which I found very interesting, um, and it, like I've never heard of these books, so I'm really interested to look them up. But um, one's called Unholy Night, and it's based off the Book of Luke from the Holy Bible. That's yeah, vampire. the cover of it is very interesting. You need to look at the cover of it. Um, and then the Last American Vampire, which this this I thought was really cool. Um, it's based off that picture of the serviceman that's dipping the girl in the the lady in um Times square new york after um they declared a surrender of japan uh, at, war- at the end of world war ii yeah so it's that famous picture of that kiss or whatever um but it's that at the front cover of the book and it's got like blood dripping from her neck it's, it's really interesting
0: like on <laughs> so. a side note i'm a big fan of that cover just for the way they wrote the word vampire, like from a graphic design standpoint, how the red goes through and makes the, yeah. the line in the A, and mm-hmm. some of the letters are above it and some are below it. I really like that. Like, it's really cool. <laughs> you didn't even mention his best book ever his very first book is called the big book of porn a penetrating look at the world of dirty movies
1: what's funny is it's not listed on his page it only has those like i looked at his his author
0: page (laughs) i'm looking at his wikipedia i wouldn't mention (laughs) those either he doesn't even he's
1: he's not gonna mention that (laughs) oh
0: no he's got he has four (laughs) books before pride and prejudice it's like the big book of porn the Spider-Man Handbook, How to Survive a Horror Movie, and then Pardon My President, a fold in male apologies for eight years. Those are the books he wrote before Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I think is cool
1: Like, of he, he mentioned, like, you can tell that he's done other things, but he will say, like, these are probably going to be your favorites or the most known. Like, he, he makes sure to say that. It's it's funny how he he did his page. Like, this page only has those four books on it.
0: That's all I'd put so, on that, too, if it were up to me. Like, take all that other <laughs> shit off my book. Maybe the How to Survive a Horror Movie I'd leave on there just because because you know that one's okay yeah let's not mention the big book of porn
1: <laughs> like he he knows he knows they're gonna surface it's fine but he yeah. is he's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna remember those days <laughs> let's start That's with funny. pride and prejudice and zombie <laughs> oh gosh i am most interested in reading the last vampire i think that would be really cool because i love vampire stuff too. yeah
0: because there's no like it would be cool because if you think about it like this one he's kind of taken known stories but there's not a whole lot about that particular picture, so basing no, an entire book on a photo is, might be kind of cool.
1: It's two strangers in that picture; like they they didn't know each other. He that that serviceman just freaking kissed her because he was so excited.
0: Oh, you know, it's <laughs> was like funny. I'm
1: gonna celebrate i'm reading um, about it
0: here and it actually is kind of a continuation of abraham lincoln and vampire hunter it's a, oh it's, is it a sequel to abraham lincoln vampire hunter
1: huh so i'd have to read that one first okay
0: yeah according to this it looks like oh it's got nikola tesla in it i need to read this i love nikola tesla for those who didn't know he's like the last great mad scientist i love him
1: that's interesting I'm sorry i'm talk-
0: over here on wikipedia rabbit hole now i'm like what is this book about <laughs> okay because in this book he he took like an already established text like a Oh yeah, absolutely. Established text, and then uh, he kind of just added into it and changed it. And the Abraham Lincoln, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of established text, but he took like a fairly well-known period of time
1: yeah he did a really good job i love well i don't i can't say he did a good job on the book because i haven't read it but i loved the movie the
0: book is is good i think the book is closer to the movie than this movie is to the book for this book like you know this book they changed a lot The Abraham lincoln one is pretty close because it doesn't have you don't have that make it more actiony because it's like all action all the time and the civil war is in it you know what i mean so it's like all the time um so it's pretty cool well
1: and it's not like it's a book that was already together it was um, you know, yeah. he he created something new, but he just took history and applied it to the book, so it makes sense. Or is this one can't really do like you could do that, but it would have if he would have to take a lot of liberties, and I don't think he was he didn't really want to do that as much in this one.
0: Yeah, I get it. Like it looks like he kind of went a little. Uh, I don't know. This one, I I gotta say though, as a as a man, I guess I I'll be honest. I've only read Pride and Prejudice one time. It's my one of my wife's favorite books, like without a doubt this and lord of the rings are her favorite books um there's probably 23 copies in my house of each one of these books when we first started dating i was like i should read this book it's her favorite book and i read it and (laughs) i was like so so extra um but it was a good story you know and of course it's very well written jane austen is an amazing writer you kind of understand the time um you feel the characters i do think uh he did a good job of making this more exciting and he added Because I, I was worried when it, when it was first announced, as where a lot of people, were that it would be like, how do you incorporate that into this story? But he did a great job of taking the already emotions in the book, like the stuff with Lizzie's family and the stuff with um, God, what's Darcy's aunt's name, Lady Catherine De Bourgh, and like making her come out. You know <laughs> what I mean, like, <laughs> Lady Catherine De Bourgh. I'm trying to. <laughs> i'm trying to channel mr collins here Uh, oh my god he did a good job i think of really just adding a layer to the all the animosities and the relationships that are already there and not necessarily just just throwing zombies in to pride and prejudice you know what i mean like it it makes sense like i would not if i was a person who didn't know who jane austen was and he just put his name on the book i'd be like oh cool he made this whole book up by himself which i thought was kind of cool
1: so I'm ready to like actually talk about the book. Um, but I want to give a rundown of how I feel about it first before I get into all the like the nitty-gritties. But I did like it. I can't say that I loved it, but it's because I love the original. Yeah. The way it is. But that doesn't mean I didn't like the book cuz I did like it. I think it was a really good retelling with an addition of zombies. I thought there was going to be more zombies in it than there was. Um, I do like that he called them unmentionables. I think that was really a good touch because that seems like something that they would have said.
0: Yeah. It sounds (laughs) like very like high society British kind of, and you're going to say it with nasally the unmentionables. That's exactly what it sounds like.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I was really, I liked that touch. I thought it was really good. Um, I did pick this one, this book because I figured like, I haven't read it before and I love Jane Austen. So I figured, okay, it's a retelling, but Um, he did a really good job at keeping the original text for the most part. Like he added some liberties in there, but I thought they were really good touches. I wasn't mad at him. I was just a little surprised, (laughs) but I'll get to those later. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about the characters. I didn't list everyone. I only listed the ones that I felt were most important because there's a lot of characters. The ones that matter. Yes. So you have Mr. and Mrs. Bennett. Then you have Jane Bennett. Elizabeth Bennett, Mary Bennett, Kitty Bennett, and Lydia Bennett. (laughs) So it's five daughters in a time where having five daughters is the worst.
0: (laughs) I know. Do I have four now? I couldn't imagine having five then. You know what I mean? So,
1: yeah, because the whole purpose then was to have an heir Mm -hmm. and there isn't one because you can't pass down property to a female because a female can't own property unless she's very well-to-do, like Lady Catherine. (laughs) So um but then you have mr bingley who is the one that moves into netherfield that's like a down the, you know down the road you know yeah. uh miss bingley who i completely love yeah i really wanted something more to happen to her in this but unfortunately i was i was um uh, i was let down <laughs> so um mr darcy charlotte lucas who is elizabeth's best friend the foresters they're minor but they needed to be said like Talked about a little bit because of their major screw up. Yeah. Um, you have the gardeners, which is um, Lizzie and well, the rest of the Bennett's, it's their uh, aunt and uncle, Lady Catherine de Bourgh. De that's good. I just said Lady Catherine,
0: <laughs> you gotta say her whole name, de Bourgh. Yeah, like in my brain, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but in my brain. <laughs> because of who plays mr collins in the yeah, movie i, I only it. hear her name as nat smith saying it <laughs> like it's so there's so much emphasis put on the like she's like you know what i mean like this makes me yeah. laugh every time <laughs> he was a good
1: he he was a good addition to the movie because he was
0: so absurd he doesn't. And, he doesn't it, match though. Not to how he's described.
1: He's no, great. he doesn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah but he's but he was still. Yeah. He just he played him well though. Like yes, regardless, yes. 100%. he's
0: ridiculous. He's freaking. He's a character. He's great.
1: Yeah. So then I... On to Mr. Collins. I have Mr. Collins listed. He is Elizabeth Bennett's cousin, who is obnoxious. Yes. Um, and I so hated him through the original book. So <laughs> I was I, his story's kind of sad in this, but whatever. Um, Mr. Wickham, which everyone should hate. Yeah, Because he, he is the worst. He's, he's the worst human being ever. Um, but like I said before, I, I didn't list anyone else because I felt like these are the most important characters. Of the story, there yeah. are others, but like they're not worth mentioning because they don't propel the plot that much. They they're just there,
0: kind of like so, um, uh, Bingley's other sister and her husband. Those people that are just kind of yeah, that's yeah. not
1: necessary. Yeah, yeah they I mean they're
0: the other aunt, Miss Phillips.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we, we don't need to list any of
0: those. She's just there for drama. Let me tell you some stuff I heard in town.
1: Yeah, because Miss Missus Bennett is so extra about everything, which I know how you feel about mm. her. T- let's.
0: I'll let you continue on before I go down a rant. Of
1: yeah. How so, much I hate her. um, let me see. So, so for those of you who do not know, the premise of Pride and Prejudice is about the Bennett family. Um, they were what I would call a working class family today. Um, they weren't. They don't have a lot of money. Um, they're not necessarily poor.
0: Yeah, I would say um, like maybe they make a good living. If you had to give a, a, cre- a creation now, their dad would be like like a a. a Tra- like a master tradesman almost like he's that yeah. level where they have money but they're not like mm-hmm. high society they're,
1: no they're not um yeah. they're country folk yeah yeah so
0: their dad's like an electrician and makes a real more money than people realize but looks is looked down upon by a businessman
1: yes because they he you know and also he's got five daughters dude he has a lot of mouths that's, the that's worst, a lot of dude. mouths to feed and that's a lot of people that he's got to give a dowry to that he doesn't have really mm-hmm. the money to give to like it's it's a mess um so having five daughters in that time period would have been the worst like because your mm-hmm. main goal is to have an heir and he Mrs. Bennett let him down
0: <laughs> yes he did. yes she did She let the world down because she's for
1: worst. for more reasons than one and i wish i had gone and read pride and prejudice first before i ventured back into this one because it's been a while since i've read it but i I felt like there was more disdain for her in this one and in the, in the book. Like it was there, but I don't feel like it was that prominent.
0: Well, I think because in the original book, you don't have the added uh, layer of them being warriors on top of Yeah. It. So she's also fighting this nature that their father, because in this book, their father has essentially raised them as men. Yeah. Like Cause they're he, all he has trained to wait, raise them arts. as warriors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you have that weird, like, you notice, like, um, Whenever Lizzie and Jane first meet Bingley sisters, how they're talking about how like they have no combat abilities whatsoever, but they have their like feminine wiles or whatever. Well, in the original story, you don't have that layer. So even though there's the scene where, you know, at the party where she's drunk and being obnoxious, she's really just portrayed as a mother who is really concerned about the marriages of her daughters. And really, rightly so, like you just stated, with no heirs, and Mister Collins getting the entailed property, she doesn't want them all to be yeah, homeless. Yeah,
1: because he's the close—he's the closest yeah. to an heir that Mister Bennett has.
0: Yeah, and he's like a distant cousin to Mister Bennett at that. They're not even that close related, but he's like the closest yeah. male heir, which I get, you know. And so, I mean, you kind of understand, but I think this added layer makes her that much more annoying.
1: Yeah, so, oh my gosh. Because at one point, it actually talks about how Mr. Bent feels about her, and I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh. He hates her so much.
0: I know. <laughs> well, just the way he talks to her, and I think you can get that context a little bit in the original book, because he's not yes, that you nice can. to her. Um, no. Because she sucks. And of course, you got to think about it, too. He probably low-key hates her, really, because she did not give him an heir.
1: Well, that and she is not... He say, states in the book that he he let her beauty kind of dictate whether or not he was going to marry her or not. And yeah. it he, it backfired. So it's his fault. And he, yeah, he, he completely it. owns it. And he's like, I'm kind of stuck here now. And he said, I'm just hoping to raise my girls to not be like their stupid mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it basically said.
0: He married her because he thought she was hot. It's basically. Yeah, it. exactly. She and has no redeeming qualities at all. No,
1: she doesn't. And I think and they're she, worse, oh God, in I book. It's worse in this yeah.
0: book. It's worse than this. Yeah. Because I I was, as I said, this is one of my wife's favorite books. So the whole time I was asking her about comparisons, just because I didn't want to read Pride and Prejudice again. So I was like, "Hey." What about this character? What about this character? But I was like, does she have redeeming qualities in the book? And like I said, you give her leave because she is, her only concern is marrying her daughters, as I'm sure her father's only concern was marrying her. Like, hey, well, you're you pretty, so be. congratulations. Could you hear her talk, they never mention her having brothers. She has two sisters, but mm-hmm. she never talks about a brother, ever. No, she doesn't. So I was like, that's interesting. Uh, but so, yeah, so I'm sure that is she was like a product of what she already knew. Her only concern in life was especially like in this book, Lizzie and, and Jane and to a lesser extent the other three, they have something to fall back on. Like Lizzie mentions it often that she's the bride of death and that she'll yeah. be content just killing the unmentionables for the king. She's gold. I just want to slay zombies and drink their blood because she's a crazy person. Like a warrior princess over here. Yeah. He did,
1: the two that that make the most sense, like they're the most reasonable, is is always been Jane and Elizabeth. Like yeah. they yeah. They they knew like what their fate was basically, and that um, there was a possibility that they would never marry, and if they did marry, they would marry okay, but not like really well off.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. even in the in original one, novel, at the time Jane is old. Twenty three is a little yeah. old for that time period because she's twenty three oh, in this is. novel. That's old.
1: It is. Um, well, I mean, yeah, twenty. It's even probably before that. You're You're an old spinster at that point, like because like you're Lucas, supposed to get married early.
0: Like Charlotte. Gosh.
1: <laughs> poor charlotte i feel i feel so sorry for charlotte a, in both books uh-huh. um so and i'll get to why i feel really sorry for charlotte in this one but um her her fate was kind of sad um uh-huh. but i i think i had a very um, like you said i have more disdain for mrs bennett more than anything uh-huh. else and lydia i just i'm like why are y'all always just the worst i know um <laughs> Mary's kind of there. Kitty's annoying as hell, and then you have Mr. Bennett, who I always loved. Mr. Bennett, I thought he was just—he was. I I adored Mr. Bennett. <laughs> in both. I don't. I liked that he was very honest with everybody about everything, and he was like, "Look, I have five daughters. I I'm trying my best. Yes, <laughs> I have an fun. annoying wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
0: He's like, just leave me alone in my library to read books. Don't speak to me." Like I hate you all.
1: He, yeah, he's like, y'all are all the worst. I love you, but you're the worst. <laughs> um, so I like that Seth took the relationship between Elizabeth and Mister Darcy and kept it true to form, but added some more, almost um, more intimacy in it, which I was really shocked about because Jane Austen was very sparing in the in in the writing.
2: Yeah,
1: with with the intimacy, because you have you have to be kind of. Um, reserved at that time period yeah. so when seth took his little spin on it he added more intimacy to it which made it more engaging so that was cool i really enjoyed that
0: well, yeah. um, he did a good job of adding that extra piece i think yeah why and they liked each other
1: yeah and i'm uh yeah because at the end man that the end is so well done that i i was fully engaged like the very beginning i was i was really kind of bummed because i'm like where are the zombies? Like, I just, yeah. I wanted more, but at the end, it's, it picked up and the story was really just, it, he knocked it out of the park and he made it really, you know, he, he took a, like yeah. I say, he took some liberties and I'm going to go ahead and start talking about those. But, um, so like the Lady Catherine and Mr. Collins. So, Mr. Collins is supposed to be the heir to Mr. Bennett's, um, estate and would take pretty much when he, when Mr. Bennett passes, he would, it would, pa- the estate would pass to Mr. Collins and get yeah. potentially put, all five daughters and mom out on the street if you wanted to. Granted, knowing Mr. Collins, I know that that would have not have happened. I feel like he would have figured something out. He wasn't a completely heinous person, he was just obnoxious. No, <laughs> so.
0: plus, I can't see him, especially in this book, the way they played him with Lady Catherine. There's no, no. way he was leaving her grounds.
1: No, absolutely. No not. way. He, He'd
0: have sold that he, far before he dipped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a possibility that he would have just let them stay there. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I never really felt like Mr. Collins was going to put them out. Like, I, even in the original, I didn't. Yeah. So, Mr. Collins comes to, to stay and kind of get his eye on a sister. You know, it's was like, what what cousin do I want?
2: Yeah.
1: And originally, he wants Jane because Jane's the prettiest of the bunch. But then he's kind of stuck with Elizabeth, which he does not. He is he is not really appreciative of because no, <laughs> he be thinks heinous. it's she's pretty kind of him. A, She's kind of heinous a little bit. Oh, Miss Elizabeth? Yeah, she's kind of a jerk. Oh, yeah, she's a jerk. That's yeah. that's why her and Mr. Darcy work so well. They're both jerks. Yeah,
0: she's kind of a jerk <laughs> all the time.
1: I love Elizabeth because I'm a jerk, so I get it. Yeah. So there's we'll,
0: that. We'll be nice. She's very strong-willed
1: yes independent
0: and very independent and at the time that makes us not be fra that would not be looked upon favorably
1: it wasn't because yeah. most of them did not like her yeah he did because he he needed somebody to like put no him no one
0: liked
1: him <laughs> didn't <cheated> either
0: <laughs> i know no one liked him he's sad <laughs> <laughs> my patron patroness told me i should marry
1: oh goodness okay so so as the story progresses you have uh we, we all kind of figure out that like okay lizzie's gonna tell him no okay mr collins you can you can come at her all you want she's gonna say a know and what i love is when mrs bennett is so tore up about her refusing Mr. Collins, and she's yelling at Elizabeth, and she's yelling at Mr. Bennett, and she's like, you tell her that I will never see her again, blah, 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 like, just losing her mind, and Elizabeth's like, Like breaking down, she's like, "I cannot. I'd rather be alone for the rest of my life. I can't marry for you know, no, there, there, no, there's no love or no, you know, attentiveness or whatever." And her dad was like, "Okay, well, now you have to make a choice. Your mother will, one of your parents will never speak to you again." He goes, "And I will never speak to you again if you do."
0: Single best part of the game. That makes Mister Bennett the best. Yeah. When he, because like that's to me that even in the original, that's my favorite part where he's like, "You have to make an important choice." If you say no, your mother will never speak to you again. But if you say yeah. yes, I will never speak to you again. And you can tell Lizzie does not like her mom. Like she respects her no. mom because it's her mom. Mm-hmm. But that that was a choice that was never going to be made. As soon as her dad no. said that, all right, cool dad. Bye mom. Deuces. Like, that's my dad. Because she like you can tell she's the she's the son he he wanted.
1: Yeah. He she's he's headstrong. her
0: favorite. Yeah, She
1: is his favorite.
0: Even more so in this book because of her like prowess with like the deadly totally mm-hmm. arts.
1: She's the smarter one. Yes. Of the group, and the most re honestly, the most reasonable. Um, like she, she's like him. He's she's really honest, like he is. She's blunt. Yeah. She doesn't care what she fucking says. He doesn't no. either. Um, so well, she's also he is a
0: good head on her shoulders. Where Jane's kind of aloof. He she's like yeah, not, not
1: she's angry. very naive. Jane yeah. is very naive, and she thinks that she always finds the good in people. Yeah. Whereas Lizzie's gonna find the worst in you first. Yeah, she's a realist. <laughs> yes, she is. Um. So, I loved that scene. I loved it even more in this one. It was great. Um, And then he gets his eye set on, Mr. Collins gets his eye set on Charlotte and goes to marry her. So, this is, Charlotte is Elizabeth's best, oh my gosh, Miss Elizabeth's best friend. Um, But what is sad about this is she confides in Elizabeth in this one that she has been bitten or, you know, cursed with the plague. And so she's like, I just want some few happy months to live the rest of my life as a happy married woman, and I'm marrying someone of the church. And she kind of alludes to the fact that she, because they always say like the you're they're going to send you to Satan because they're like unmentionables. Yeah. But I feel like she was like, if I marry someone of the church, then maybe
0: I'll have you know the opportunity to go to heaven instead of you know hell. That's yeah, kind not, of how I took that. Not join Satan's army, as they say it all the time.
1: Yeah. So, um, I thought that was a really sad demise for for Charlotte because it was. I mean, I really liked Charlotte. There was parts about Charlotte in the original that I didn't appreciate because I feel like she kind of hung on Lady Catherine a lot too after she moved in with her husband, but um, and she kind of did the same in this one. But at the same time, it is Elizabeth's best friend, so she's kind yeah. of losing a best friend, which is sad. Um, and then. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Collins. I was like, shut up. So, like, at the end, like, I'm just going to go through, like, each one of them. But, like, Mr. Collins freaking kills himself. Yeah. I was not expecting that. He's like, I had to kill my wife because she was plagued with this sickness and i told lady catherine that i would do it because i'm her husband and i love her you know basically and then he was like and mr bennett you don't have to worry about me taking over your property once you're gone because i'm going to be hanging from charlotte's favorite tree i'm like what the hell are you kidding
0: i did think that was like a kind it was kind of poetic because it kind of shows like Yeah. Because in this one, like Lizzie's mortified. She doesn't want anything to do with him. He wants Mm -hmm. her, you know, to hang up her swords and to be a wife, and that's not really her. Um, and Charlotte, not only did she benefit herself, because again, she was twenty seven at the time, which is yeah, beyond unheard of. You're essentially, like you said, a spinster. You might as well just wrap it Mm -hmm. up. You're you're gonna live in your parents' house and take over when your mom dies. Um, so it was kind of a you're probably not getting married. But not only did she help herself, but she also—I'm sure—Lizzie would have told her, and you can—they kind of touch on it that how much the the match was not in favor of her for her. I and mean, he would yeah. not leave her alone, so she kind of—and he comments on it in the story how thankful Lizzie is for her taking his attentions away from her and speaking to Mister Collins. So she kind of helped her best friend out while also helping herself, right? Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. And I think um Mr. Collins just really I think when he first gets there, he just wants a wife because he was told to get a wife. And I think yeah within, within conversation, and you don't get it a lot, it's kind of the context. He actually does come to love Charlotte because she, for him, he's a savior and a husband, right? Like you, you, you just touched on. He's a man of the cloth. She's hoping that, that will redeem her in God's eyes. But I think yeah. he does come to love her, and it is kind of cool. Like I do love that part where he's like, "You don't have to worry," because by the time you read this letter, I'll be hanging from my beloved's favorite tree in Miss, and he even mentioned Lady Catherine's uh, garden that she generously gave to us because he's still like enamored oh, with her. Oh
1: God, she's so ridiculous about her.
0: And which is even yeah. crazier because, as I want to say, religion of the time would that be? Would that were they have been Catholic?
1: Um, I don't know. I that's a good married, question.
0: So I'm not sure. They're Catholic, and you hung yourself. You don't go to heaven.
1: I don't think they were Catholic.
0: Maybe Protestant or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that sounds more. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't think it was
0: Catholic. But it was interesting to show that he really mm-hmm. did come to love her over the months that she was there, which I think was still crazy. This book doesn't take place over that long of a time, so it wasn't like they were married for like a hundred years. It was like less than a year, and then he hung yeah. himself. It was interesting. It was interesting turn of events for the character.
1: Yeah, cuz I was really I was sad for Charlotte and I thought that end with for him was was drastic, but I thought it made sense.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So I did I wasn't mad at it. Mm. Um I thought it was fitting. Um so I'm going to move on to Mr. Wickham cuz I thought that
0: Can I add one more thing about Miss Lucas before you move on cuz it's hilarious? Oh sure. Cuz you read the book. I listened to it on Audible. And the lady okay. who reads the book on Audible is a fucking champ. Because when Charlotte has been <laughs> infected and talking, she oh reads like gosh. this. She's like, Lady Catherine. Like she's she and it gets worse every time you talk to her. So as she's like devolving and this sickness is progressing, it's like she, she talks about how like, you know, her goo fell in her mouth or something popped Ooh, like, I hate that part. That was like, so gross. Lizzie, why was that? And it was like it, the way she did it was so like cool the lady who read this book is a, is a chant not only does she have a dope british accent so it sounds like good she <laughs> changes her tone for every character so lady catherine was super stick up her butt like ho ho you're not good enough and then the charlotte voice was just great cause it was sounded like a zombie she basically was like it was starting like syllables were drug out it was really cool
1: yeah it was funny because Elizabeth was like, "Why does it if if Lady Catherine is so awesome and and kills all these zombies, how does she not know that there's a yeah. zombie right under her nose?" But when in reality, Lady Catherine did know. But I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk about that just yet because I I want to talk about a fight scene at from the end I, and what heightened it to yeah. to such great lengths. So Probably gotta talk uh, about the
0: differences and how they looked down on on her for her Chinese training too.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, well, I'm get. i will get. I'll get my all favorite that. part. That's what I'm saying. That's, there's so much to talk about in this. Like, there's no way I can talk about all of it within the time frame.
0: No, it's a long time. <laughs> I, I
1: have to be. I have to be choosy. So, uh, Mr. Wickham is my next. I loved his ending. I yes. thought that it was so desired. Him and Lydia both. So, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, Mr. Wickham is he is the worst type of human. <laughs> so. He, he tells lots of lies, tall tales. Um, mm-hmm. He makes you think that he's this great person that was slighted by Mr. Darcy and his family and, um, you know, and puts Darcy in a, in a negative light with Elizabeth for the longest time. Because that's the one thing Elizabeth does that you're like, really, Elizabeth, you're only going to listen to him because you would think being so level headed that she is that she would want to know both sides. But she's very closed off to Mr. Darcy because of his arrogance
0: and his pride. So he's kind of a dick when you first meet him.
1: Yeah. So, and really what it boils down to is he is kind of shy. So how many people have you met that have been really shy that seem like they're just complete jerks?
0: Which I think is a really interesting, like, insight. Because in the original one, when she gets mad at Darcy for thinking her sister was disinterested she's like she's very shy you know what i mean like she's yeah. mad so like it was an interesting turn how they swapped that around and how he's mm-hmm. actually kind of shy but originally it was like darcy was like your sister didn't like him she's very shy and scared you know what i mean and lizzie's all mad at yeah. him and i thought that was i thought that was an interesting like correlation
1: mm-hmm. so mr wickham um what it boils down to is he is he's just he wants money. Yeah, he's, that's, that's that. That is his shit. crime. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's an awful person. He just wants everyone. He wants the money that he thinks he's owed.
0: You know, I think that he is probably the basis for that trope in all those like movies where there's that like seedy dude who's there just to marry for money. Because this was born uh-huh. in 1800s, so I would assume Mister Wickham is probably the basis for a lot of those characters and films that we grew up watching.
1: Probably yeah because there's always gonna be that one person that's just like you think is is great but then you start to realize oh he is the worst
0: he's a womanizer he's a gambler he's got crazy thousands of pounds of debt yeah he's still yeah
1: so he like swindles all his money away and he then he moves in on mr darcy's little sister who's 15 and mr darcy's like nah dude and what he also mentions to Elizabeth is that he's like, okay, well, not only did he move in on my sister, he, I think he said he broke the legs of his, um, what? one of yeah. his, sav- his servants he, or something. Uh,
0: yeah. Cause he saddled his horse wrong or something stupid.
1: Or no, no, no. It wasn't that it was that he was, a, he talked about it. Yeah. He was going to, and Mr. Darcy like the hell you are and rendered him lame for a little bit because he's like, No. You're not going to do that, but he he like spun the tale to make it look like Mr. Darcy was being this horrible person. Yeah. I when in reality, me. it was like it was deserved yeah, because
0: you earned that beating,
1: fam. <laughs> yeah. So like that's the part that I actually really appreciate in them in the book too. Is is it's like an eye for an eye because of their training. So they make it to where like they are allowed to duel and they're allowed to do these things because you've slighted them. Like, you've done wrong towards me, so I get to do this to you. Um. So, Mr. Wickham runs off with Lydia, who is the worst Bennett sister
0: of all time. Oh, by far, dude. By far the worst. <laughs> so, far.
1: Tell me how you really feel about her. I don't. I've never liked Lydia. I thought Lydia was
0: the worst. I'm going to go ahead and say, as an eldest child, if I had a sibling <laughs> that acted like Lydia... I would have whooped her ass. Like, there would have been no, honor dictates. Honor dictates. I beat the shit out of you because you're horrid. Like, I wouldn't have killed her because that's my sister. Like, she's horrible from the the beginning. She's annoyingly horrible, right? So you don't really notice how terrible she is when you you're like, oh, my God, this character is so stupid. But she's also annoying in the original book. But when she comes back after putting her family through, like, so I guess what you hadn't got to, you weren't going about the whole marriage thing. 'Cause we were you gonna talk I, about that?
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna talk about it. Um so <laughs> okay, so before we get to the the part where the elopement occurs, um God, the best part. I know, I I love it so much, but
0: it's so well deserved.
1: it was so well deserved. But <laughs> um there is a scene where Lydia and Kitty are waiting for Jane and <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even say it without laughing.
0: Oh, I'm about the one where she talks amidst... about treating them to a meat and it makes them pay for yeah. it. Yeah,
1: so they <laughs> they had this huge spread already sitting out on the table. They're like, um, yeah, but we already spent all our money, so you all are gonna have to cover it. And they're like, yes. Are you kidding? So they ate this great lunch, and then they get in the carriage to go home. And Lydia won't shut up about all the the officers in Mariton and like how like oh my gosh, I got this new bonnet and this new bonnet. I'm gonna put a new new material on it. But, like she sounds like
0: mrs bennett yes she is mrs bennett as a younger person they're the same person
1: and lydia in her brain has unsheathed her katana and have beheaded her sister
0: Lizzie has, yeah, yeah, I know. The first time I read this, I went, "Holy shit!"
1: Yeah, I thought that too. It was
0: a bit extreme, interesting, like, <laughs> and then I realized, like, "Ah, oh, dang."
1: I was like, "Oh man, she killed her. That's great." And then I was like, "Oh, she didn't." But in her head, she did. And I'm like, "You know yeah. what? I feel that. I feel that so much." There's there's times where I really have punched people in the face a couple of times, and I realize I haven't. You
0: know. Oh yeah, dude. Like, uh, you're lucky. You're lucky. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs>
1: exactly no so, i'm
0: with it man i'm with it I, that is like she's so annoying yeah she's Lord, i hate her so much
1: she is the worst. i think they made her 10 times worse he made her 10 times worse in this one and i was like you know she what just
0: rambles and is so arrogant and like mm. I'm telling you, man, like, there'd have been some training motions where I hurt her bad. <laughs> like, like if we if it was reversed and, like, I'm training my little brother or something and he acted like that, there'll be a couple training situations where he gonna take some time to heal. Like, you were the most annoying person ever. I know, up. right? Like, why are you like this the way you are? You know what I mean? Because she's yeah. just so ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, even the book, listening to it is the worst. Because it's actually, like, listening to a person talk to you like that. You're not reading it in your head. It's like, shut the fuck up. I
1: know, you texted like, me at so one point point was like, I did not remember how much I hated Mrs. Bennett and the sisters. And I was they're like, so they're the worst.
0: And like the other ones, I mean, Kitty just follows her around. You know, Kitty's like, the I guess they're probably really close in age. Yeah. They it are. seems like, like, you it's know, like a year the other part. ones, there's a couple years and there's a decent size gap between Lizzie and Lydia, who are the, the two. Lydia came after Lizzie. But Lydia, like, when the book starts, Lizzie is. Twenty-one and Lydia's fifteen, so that's yeah. a big enough difference to be like, get the fuck.
1: Yeah, you are the worst. Well, but Kitty and Lydia
0: are a year apart, so they're really close. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're so much together. Whereas Jane and the other ones are two years apart; they're probably a lot closer. But I would be like, hey, little sister, if you don't stop talking. She talks about administering the seven cuts of shame or their master beating them with a bamboo pole. Why are you not beating your little sister with a bamboo I'm pole? Saying, I'm saying she should be
1: beaten a billion times in this whole situation. I'm like, I know. Cause like
0: even, like even in the original book, do you, like knowing enough of the time period and like, well knowing most of it's from like movies and books and stuff, but how society looked down on that behavior. Yes. How she was, because technically they shouldn't even have been out of the house. No. Until it Jane was married. Yeah,
1: Jane should have been the only one. But they were all out.
0: Not even Lizzie, who's right there. Mm-hmm. They're all out. I think, like, Kitty's like, what? Like, 14, running around town, flirting with a grown adult man? It's weird. Yeah, it is. one. Number two, if Jane, if, I think if Lizzie was the eldest, it would have been a whole different family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I think Lizzie let Jane kind of mold them as the elder sister, but she's too nice.
1: Yes, but she's,
0: sweet. she is the sweet one. Absolutely. Yeah. So you like Jane, movie. but Congrats. you also
1: get frustrated with Jane. You're like, yeah, not everyone is great. And nice Jane, stop seeing the good in everybody. Not everybody's good. So, Wickham talks Lydia into an elopement, but kind of doesn't want to marry her. And he's very, no, he clear. Wants Lizzie. no, yeah, he does want Lizzie, but he already knows that ship has sailed at this he point because she finally fi- figures out the truth about him because she finally listens to Mr. Darcy, which I was super pumped about in both
0: books. But, sort of, she listens to. Colonel Fitzwilliam
1: no she listens to him for the letter too the letter is what kind of set it apart like collectively it just took her a long time to be reasonable
0: like half the book
1: I know I know because they were both very stubborn yeah they were so that's why I said they deserve each other because they were Mm -hmm. both incredibly stubborn and very prideful both of them um 100%. so that's why the book's called pride and prejudice but um but so when you're so what i thoroughly enjoyed was that darcy gets a head on everything and he's like i'm gonna find him and i'm gonna fix this because this is my fault because i should have yeah. outed him when i when i knew he was such a heinous person and because well, yeah,
0: his pride like
1: yeah he and he didn't want his yeah. his sister's name soiled and I, and i get that part too um he was yeah. protecting his 15-year-old sister um but so he he meets up and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna marry her, and I'm gonna give you some money to to stay quiet and go live your life somewhere. But you have to marry Lydia because you've done messed up." And he's like, "Oh, you're gonna give me money? I'll I'll do it." But then in this book, he was like, "Okay, so I have slighted you, so I'm gonna let you beat me up." <laughs>
0: so, yeah. well, it, it kind of alludes to it. I was wondering that because, yeah. you know, in this time period, Lydia runs off with the with with, with Wickham because mm-hmm. you know you gotta talk about that's where the Forsters come in. Like they allow yeah. her to go on a Trip with this colonel, I guess. I think it was Colonel Forrester. Is he a colonel?
1: Yeah, or he the, was in charge of the um, the the, the, militia, yeah, the right. militia. Yeah, the militia. Mm-hmm.
0: So they go, and she's away from her family, which is legitimately unheard of for the time. yes no way. Shouldn't have on. been. And then she runs off with Wickham, who, of course, we already you know we already established is like a conniving con man. He's just trying to get one over, and I think for him, he was probably trying to hurt Lizzie as a whole and Darcy. But that's a whole other sub-subtext, I guess. But which is funny because they're so worried about her uh, honor being soiled and their name, and oh my God, her innocence. Because she's already kind of a flirt and a turd. But you didn't care earlier when she was hitting on every single dude in the village. But now that she's run off with a dude,
1: that was Mister Bennett's fault because he could have said, "No, you're not going," and this could have. And he says that he said, "This is all my fault." Because I should have listened to you when well, he's talking to Elizabeth. He's like, I should listen to you and and not send her because she's a clown and she's gonna yeah. she's going to mess this up for everybody. Because well, typically, he lets her go
0: because she's annoying.
1: Yes, he's like, I just want her out of out of my hair because I'm over her. I'm like, yeah. he's no not annoying to
0: me if I say no. <laughs>
1: He's like, I, if I can get rid of one of y'all, I'm going to get rid of one of y'all because y'all are all yeah. my nerves. But,
0: um... well, I was talking about Moreham, um, like More style. They're so concerned about, like, um, essentially what comes down to them having sex out of marriage, right? Her being, like, raped or whatever. But they never cared about how flirtatious and how, like, sexually aggressive she is towards all the officers at 15 in town. Yeah. The, the moment she runs off, they're all freaking out like their whole family's ruined. Cause, like, that's why it's significant. Cause their whole entire family family yes ruined because of the middle sister i think that was part of why darcy does what he does he it was his pride but he also did not want she's not the Lizzie's middle sister she's the youngest family. sister no lydia is the middle sister isn't she no I she's she the, the youngest
1: she is the youngest
0: i thought kitty's younger than her Mm-mm. i thought really oh i don't think so That's weird yeah i thought that she, she said was... she.
1: they always say the youngest is out the youngest is married
0: the youngest okay mm-hmm. huh well maybe i I thought wrong then. It's because
1: they're they so high. close in age, is probably why.
0: I really thought she was. Because I think it's a, Lydia, the youngest Bennett sister. Then okay. Kitty,
1: then Mary, then Lizzie, and then. And why was
0: Kitty so close to freaking Lydia? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I had that way wrong in my head then. So never mind. That is still a big gap. It's because Kitty
1: like, is like, she is very impressionable. Stupid. And she's a. Li- I feel like Kitty's a lot like Jane in a way, and but also just a little. She's like between Jane and Lydia because she is she sees the good in people and she's also and really immature.
0: The middle sister. Yes. Okay.
1: Mary's the middle and the most ridiculous, like just doesn't want it to do with anything. She's just like, I just want to yeah. be left alone. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the the only person that really gets annoyed with the with the behavior of their family is Elizabeth because she's like, You all are embarrassment. And that the time at the ball it kind of like comes to fruition. She's like every she said, I'm looking at my mother and she's like Lena, she's drunk and she's talking really loud about her marrying um, Jane marrying Mr. Bingley when there's there there was nothing between the two yet to solidify that, you know, and it, so that was embarrassing. And then yeah, and then you have Lydia who's out and she's being ridiculous, and then, and then there's Mary and she's she's playing the piano forte, but she's also kind of annoying with it, so she's like everyone is getting on my nurse like Cause he, she's bad yeah because she's bad at it. like so i think like for the time it was bad enough that they were all out but it was even yep. worse that the youngest would get married first or elope because that would tarnish yeah. the bennett name so mr darcy takes it upon himself to be like i'm gonna fix this because this is my freaking fault and it was partially but he renders wickham completely lame and wow, freaking i know and i'm like he can't, he has no use of his arms or his legs. I'm like, that's pretty cool.
0: Well, he also broke his jaw. If you read some of it, he talks about yeah. how he talks weird. His jaw's healing.
1: And then Lydia now is married to a man that is completely useless and soils himself quite often. So she gets to mm-hmm. clean up messes. And I think that is the best thing. But she's so she's naive so- at this point yes. that she doesn't realize how bad her life is going to suck.
0: No, well, she comes in all excited. I can't believe I'm married. Ha 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 Yeah. She'll kill more zombies this year than anyone in in the regiment, like he can't walk or move his arms, like
1: yeah. Now what? he's gonna be um, what did it, it's like a man of the cloth, like a priest or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like that's a only, monk or that's the only thing he can do. Because he is
0: stupid so I'm not entirely sure if Darcy gave him a choice because th- in the when the audiobook she says like and to keep you or as penance for all the bastards and the debt and to keep you from falling back to your previous tendencies I'm gonna beat you lame like, <laughs> maybe he's like
1: maybe I'm thinking of <laughs> when he actually when Wickham turns around and talks to Elizabeth in the dojo, maybe that's what I was thinking of he was saying yeah, I good. told him he could do it, but instead it was yeah, probably Darcy was like, nah dude, I'm gonna beat yeah. you up and you're gonna like it <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> As penance for what you've done, because they talk about how he's left like a lot of bastards in the country. Yes, he has. Because
1: they even they alluded to a, a barmaid.
0: Yeah, and it probably cost Darcy a lot of money to fix all of his issues.
1: Yeah, so to keep Which him honest. Better.
0: I wish they would have left this in the movie because I think that is like the best ending for him yes it was i ever
1: I, that's why i was a little upset about that i was like dang it i wish that would have that's the way it would have ended because that would have been so good to see on screen
0: <laughs> i think like it was just they had to have the action for the film yeah as a someone who's read the original story Nothing really happens to him in the original story. Really, it would
1: have been a lot of action to see him get rendered lame. Just saying.
0: Yeah, just beat, just beat him savagely. Beat, beat him. Hey, bro. So I'm about to beat you about your legs and ankles until you can never walk again.
1: So, those are the like the big like takeaways that were different that I thought were good additions because I. Thoroughly hated Mr. Wickham and Lydia. They were the worst, mm-hmm. and oh, I thought they that was fitting. Their in.
0: mom, the worst. Someone should have rendered their mom unable to speak. <laughs> like their life would have been so much better. You know what I'm saying? If she was just like, could you imagine once they were
1: all hand. married and off that that Mr. Ben, Mr. bennett getting stuck with her, just He's gonna kill her,
0: dude? She's gonna <laughs> die she's gonna become a zombie a bit as soon as they're all gone they're gonna go out together and he's gonna let unmentionable bite her ass i'm like dang i had to kill your mom <laughs> yeah because she became an unmentionable see that this, this this book they have the perfect out lydia would have gotten pushed down into a, a, a group of d- a zombies let her get eaten oh dang dad sorry i tried to save her but she was so headstrong she ran ran ahead of me and you dang.
1: know mr bennett probably wouldn't have cared no she sucked
0: you know what i mean like and that's one thing about this book that i also enjoyed like yes the first one is like pure romance it's like this mm-hmm. whole like oh look at this tale of this woman meeting this weber life i love the combat aspect of this um yes, and it, was, it added another was. it added another layer of difference so everyone with money is like oh did you go to kyoto and study with the ninjas and the samurai because yeah. you know everybody who likes Action movies also likes ninjas. Come on, zombies and ninjas can't go wrong. Like, oh, you went to Japan with the Shaolin. Oh, and their their trickery. They basically treat it like it's inferior.
1: It is inferior, but yeah, really not
0: because yeah, will know her ass later. So,
1: so I talked about scenes I loved, and the two scenes that lo- I loved a whole lot were with fight fighting scenes was the scene in mr collins house between darcy and elizabeth because yeah. that scene i think needed more heat and i think that provided it for me and i was like that is hilarious like they're she's freaking like swinging on him she's like I, I hate you. You're the worst. I can't believe you would propose to me when you know I don't like you. And then if you then you tell me that you like me, a big, uh, you know, against your better, against judgment. Your better yes. judgment because I'm inferior to you. Like what the hell are you talking about? I'm not good enough for ever. you. I know. So look, I dirty know.
0: poor person. Yeah. I love you. Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah and so he's like he's like telling her exactly how he feels about her too and like they're just they're like smacking each other with like the the poker from the fireplace and like breaking yeah. stuff and the mantelpiece gets broken like it it was really heated i loved that and i like how he walked away and he was like you know what i'm gonna walk away now i'm just gonna tell you i just wish you all of the health and happiness and then he leaves and i'm like I, I loved it because there was so much emotion in that scene yeah um as it was and i think it was more it was felt even more with the fighting because i feel like in the original they really wanted to punch each other like it was like yeah. i i really wanted to just club you well, right
0: in the it added that physicality that yeah i think this like you said the scene needed
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it also gave i think that's why i love the combat in this because it gives them an additional layer an outlet for the aggressions Mm-hmm. and for that pent up anger and it's cool that like time frame wise for her to strike him would have been very negatively looked upon oh yeah right? absolutely but because of the unmentionable outbreak and how all five of her sisters are sworn to protect where they're from by the king like because she has a station like he they, they, they comments on that yeah it's not a big no. comment on it is that she has a station she's like my job is to protect this area yeah. from the outbreak there's a militia I'm there sure. but really they were doing it already yeah, yeah. So like she's already kind of like one of the king's soldiers herself mm-hmm. being a highly trained warrior and they kind of I like how 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 strong and uh, how much ability they give her later on I think it's cool
2: yes
1: so the other scene was with Lady Catherine when she this part I loved like wholeheartedly because yes. I hate Lady Catherine and because She she is severely, like, judgmental and thinks she is better than everybody else. And that she does no wrong. Her poop don't stink. Bitch, you do stink. (laughs) Everything about you stinks. Like, I don't like her at all. I thought she was terrible. But in this, she's like, it's the same conversation she has in the original about, you know, Mr. Darcy is you know um we have an agreement that even from his infancy that he was gonna marry my yeah. daughter Sounds like
0: they, Darcy, is un- unaware of said agreement
1: yeah he is and if he does know about it he is not interested he doesn't want to marry his cousin and she's he, it talks about how she's sick all the time and she doesn't yeah. even know how to like
0: like she's not eat. for her constitution she'd be a great warrior no, yeah
1: yeah no, so uh he or she comes to the she's like i i see that you have this dojo out there i'm like why don't you take me and show me around blah 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 and she goes out there with her and she's like you know you tell me right now that you all are not um engaged and i'll leave or like that you're not gonna you know
0: you have no intention i like how lizzie did that too how she dances around it like i can't tell you that i know that yeah it's good
1: so she's like well fine now i have to i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you up i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna behead you because, yeah. you know, you've done screwed up now. So, um, I liked it. Like at first she has like an upper, Lady Catherine has an upper hand because she, you know, she's very confident in herself. Because she, you know, she trained in Japan, whereas yeah. you know Elizabeth didn't. She she did it in China.
0: But there's she comments on all the time.
1: Yes. What the part that I loved though about this scene was that Lady Catherine is judging her harshly about. Oh, well, you you thought that you were gonna best me, but you didn't. Now you're hiding because you're you're afraid. And Elizabeth's like, I am not afraid. She said, I was taught to know who I'm up against.
0: Yeah, not to underestimate yeah. opponents.
1: Yeah. Don't you do not underestimate your opponent. So she's up in the rafters and she jumps down and she wins, man. I was so pumped. I was like, us, which I figured would happen, but.
0: I like this dynamic for Lady Catherine because in the original story, she has an air of superiority Mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah. She's just an uppity bee in in the original book. (laughs) And this one, though, they gave her that backstory of being the greatest warrior in the king's army. So she has this arrogance that has been earned.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: I feel like that gives her way more dynamic of a character. It makes her more, there's more depth there. Because in originally, like, you're just like... Oh, I'm so awesome because I'm rich. She's really an uppity yeah. bee in the original story, and she sucks. And you're right. And now you get it because she's never been bested, so she has this air of superiority because she's earned it. Yeah,
1: and, now and she, she
0: thinks her training's the best because yeah. she's yet to be bested in her life. I have a funny. It's so funny to me because in the movie she's played by um oh I know I love that from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I love uh, her. Crap. What's I, her name?
1: I, I can't remember her name. Uh, da, 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 da.
0: And it's awesome. She does a great job, but I don't picture her fighting when I was listening to the book, I was picturing the lady from it's Lena Head, Haley, uh Headley, and she does a great job. But the lady that plays her in um They're, the pride and prejudice thing is Judy Dench. Is She's on, yeah. Dame Judy Dench in my brain. When I was listening to that scene in the book, it was James Judy Dench fighting her in that scene. So I wasn't picturing well, Lena Headley. I was picturing an old, like Jane, Lane, Dame Judy Dench. She is old though,
1: which is funny to me because that they chose so different for that movie because in And there's artwork in the book, like sketches of... Like certain scenes, and that scene is in
0: there, and it's an old lady. Yeah, well, she's definitely talked about as being older. The movie yeah. they cast some different people that weren't right, like Mr. Collins is not fat and things like that. Yeah, it was just a funny mental image of Dame Judy Judy Dench with a katana flying around the room fighting. <laughs> it's
1: great,
0: but it was cool. I think it really made her character have a lot more depth because her yeah. arrogance is earned. And then um even though she's still mad, like you could tell at the end, I liked I like the little tiny thing, like in the earlier time when they first meet and she puts her ninjas up against lizzie and lizzie kills him yeah
1: oh my all gosh that was a them. gruesome thing i was like oh yeah
0: man. and she eats its heart and stuff and she's like yeah and like she takes it his all insides and like
1: wraps his intestines yeah. around and chokes, them all Choke, chokes him all
0: the time well because <laughs> they talk about so much not only is there i have more wealth than you but yeah. I my wealth has bought me better training than you and you're beneath me and it's all lizzie overcoming that 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 gap like what i know in my personal physical prowess is better than anything you can throw at me and it adds to her own kind of self-assuredness that she has in the story i really liked it yeah she's a good strong i think this makes her she was already a good strong female character i think this makes her stronger than in the original
1: yeah and i like that she she doesn't kill lady catherine and she gives a reason why she doesn't she's like i don't want him to hate me and so I'm yeah. going to let you leave and you're going to just leave my property or this might end yeah. differently. Yeah, and right, Lady Catherine's not going to be like, okay, I'm staying. I'm a, no, she's like, okay, I'm, I'll leave. She, and she leaves with her pride completely shattered because yes. Elizabeth won. she's like,
0: she, well, a, go ahead, sorry.
1: she like the, she unarmed her and she, she's about yeah. to cut her head off. And she's like, look, I, I have the upper hand now. So but I said he she's like, Well make it quick and she's like, well, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want him to hate me. So I'm gonna
0: let you go. And that was what was yeah, I love that part because when he tells her that my aunt told me what happened It showed that she wasn't so arrogant to downplay what happened to her. That she took that loss as like, she bested me. Not that she used Chinese trickery to beat me. She bested me. And because he he relates that to her. My aunt told me what happened in About Your Fight. So I think that's kind of interesting. He he says that's what gave me hope. Because apparently she told him exactly what happened. Like she had her pin to the wall was going to kill her. And not only did she got free, she killed two ninjas and fought her in one with a hand with a hole in it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know. Which was,
0: was cool.
1: I know. Oh, I forgot cool. about that. Because that, that's cool because the, the um, illustration in it, there's like a page and it shows like Lady Catherine had Elizabeth on the floor and like her hand is like on it with a, with a, a dagger through it. It was pretty cool. Like I, I like the little yeah. art pieces in it. It was cute, but um, a cute pitch. Uh, but anyways, I think that was a good segue into the proposal between Darcy and Elizabeth and like Bingley and and Jane. Um, I felt like Jane and Bingley were more of a backdrop in this one, and Elizabeth and Darcy became more even more so a you know prominent like love story because i feel like yeah. in the old one it or the original it was a lot about jane and bingley and it was a little bit but not as much i felt like i feel like he pushed the story with darcy and, and elizabeth a little bit better which i appreciated because uh, they're the only two people care about yeah and they're, they're supposed you know, to be when so. you see
0: things quoted from this movie it's it's things that lizzie and darcy say no one ever quotes anything bingley says no, well because he's a secondary character he doesn't even matter
1: yeah and he's he's kind of lame like jane Jane. Jane, Jane's
0: yeah. not lame. I do like Jane, but she's lame. I know, I, I wish. I do wish there had been more because Lizzie speaks to her reverence for her sister yeah. as like a warrior and stuff, but you never get to see it. No,
1: you don't. Which
0: I like in the, the movie version. You I think do. they do it a little bit better when the dad sells, says like five points of death and the sister's all go into this rad formation and just spread out and kill everything there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which says they are a cohesive unit, even though lydia's the worst They should have pushed her to a zombie but they, they kind of do it you know and it's kind of cool and I, I I really like it like as i give the original its merit because i know it's yeah. how important it is to literature i know how important it is to so many people in the world but as a dude this version is way better
1: well yeah i, uh, you know I mean i, mean, I would agree exciting. with
0: that i think it, i think the combat adds a layer. Well. Um, and it's not just the mindless violence; it legitimately adds an, a layer as to why they love each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he says he fell in love with her the first time he saw her wield a dagger, like yeah. the moment he saw her. And she says because of his junk, which I think is hilarious. Oh. the first time she saw those most English parts. But, <laughs> the um,
1: most
0: English part. She's so fun. I
1: love it so much. James the was like, moment, oh,
0: "Okay, yeah." She's like, "Oh." <laughs> And they comment on it earlier, like when, whenever um, he saves her and her aunt and uncle, they mention his most English part. So Darcy uh-huh. must have had it going on. He must have been wearing some tight riding pants or something. But I like that he says, the moment I saw her wield a dagger, I, I knew that I loved her. Yeah. So he didn't like her at first until she whips out that little ankle dagger and is killing people with a dagger. Not even mm-hmm. using the sword. So you seeing her prowess, like he has a reverence for her that is not just based in her beauty, but then her physicality and her presence and her like her mind. just ability in her mind which i think makes it better because in the first one it's a lot of it based on looks and he gets to know her a little bit but she's so obstinate he doesn't get that because like and he builds it later on but this one is like i loved you the moment i saw her pull that out like he got to see her and her being a tactician her being a warrior yeah her honor her abilities and he loves her for that which i think is kind of awesome and a little bit poetic really to the story and it's just cool that there's zombies and ninjas in it
1: yeah i thought the end where they're walking with each other and the dad has that little cauliflower garden thing and they're like all those yeah. little dimensionals are in there and they kind of grin at each other and they're like they we get to fight together today yeah and, and yeah. they and that was really that was a fun little addition and it what's funny too is there's another illustration in it that has that picture of them looking at each other smiling when there's like zombies, Eating on those cauliflower, and they're like, "We're just gonna kill these together."
0: So yeah, we're gonna do this together. Yeah, because it's cool because he's a warrior, you know. And Darcy values that, which I think is weird that he's friends with Bingley, who's not a warrior. I know he's kind
1: of lame, worthless. ain't
0: he? <laughs> he's kind of worthless. So like, it's almost like, Dar- like Darcy that when you first meet him, everyone in the party he's with is useless. Yeah,
1: he yeah he's the only one that's not.
0: Yeah, because they, they, he talks about his regard for like people. Darcy's combat ability is well known, mm-hmm. as he is one of the greatest combatants. Much like his his aunt i'm sure he's had been afforded the best training oh ever.
1: yeah he have the
0: money yeah because you have the money um which i think is interesting i just like that layer man i really think like i it could have been done in a way that added nothing but little bits of gore to the book and it would have been, it would still have been good to have these scenes, but it wouldn't have added I think he did a good job of literally adding an additional layer to every single character that Jane Austen created.
1: Yeah, he did a good job. And they're
0: all better for it.
1: And like I said, there's that those little parts of intimacy in the end where they're, re- they're really talking to each other and having conversations and like him walking in from talking to her dad to get permission to marry her and he like slips and like next to her and he's just like kind of whispers to her you know you can go see your dad now like that that's not something that darcy would have done in the original because that would have been kind of too forward because of the time period but he added little elements of it's okay to be intimate with the other person even if it's just like being close and taught having a
0: conversation
1: like i liked those pieces too
0: Um. yeah that's my favorite because like you said when she wrote it there wasn't a lot she could have done no in regards to that but i think throwing in this element of this zombie outbreak a lot of that not all of it of course as you see it in some of their interactions but that class classist rules and the decorum yeah. and the, is being replaced by warrior's honor kind of stuff like the Bushido code almost and things like that is being mm-hmm. brought in because it's like we don't have a choice so you're seeing the while yes this zombie outbreak has, has changed everything it's also changed society to be more accepting of being more forward and less formal even yeah. though there's some of that exactly. old world England still there. It was, I thought it was really cool how they'd done it. I really liked it.
1: Yeah. I like the, the ending I liked a lot better than the original. Cause I got more of them together at the end and like them talking about, um, like their life after they got married, like with Bingley and, um, Jane moving closer to Darcy and Elizabeth and then Kitty actually coming to train with her sisters on the dojo that they created for them to work in. Like to train in and so that they could have that time together. And then Darcy was like, I'm going to pay for you to go to Japan. So then Kitty gets to actually go to Japan and train at the end. And I thought that was really cool because now she's getting to be, she'll be in higher society and even have a better life than Lydia, which I love so much Yeah. (laughs) because it doesn't give you that about Kitty at the end. It's like then, And then Mary's just kind of there. So
0: yeah. Mary's like, whatever, bro.
1: are you ready to um review with our with our with our new rubric we have a rubric for the judy Dreffels.
0: yeah i wonder like it's interesting God, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the new rubric. rubric. Well, both of them have new rubrics, but now we have one, like Jenny said, that's just for the novels that mm-hmm. we will apply to the books. And uh yeah, take us take us through it.
1: So I'm gonna first. I'll tell you what the um the categories are. So we have character development, plot development, imagery, and style and conventions. So style and conventions is more of like the writing and the language. Um, sentences um, are strong and expressive with varied structure, and then okay. you have no con- um and. The and there's like no it, no errors. So like there's going to be some books that we get to that are not as well known that might have some errors in it. So that's why it's there.
0: Well, not every book will be a retelling either. So a lot of this stuff like going forward, this is because it fit our theme this month right so going forward you guys will be it'll be original works yeah. usually by authors not an 85 15 split
1: the other thing is is with this with this one is it's not like he took complete credit for this book so jane is actually jane austen is listed um
0: yeah, she's listed first right
1: yes she's listed first because essentially it is her story it's That's just what i was gonna, gonna so
0: ask are we reviewing are we gonna base this on Jane th- Austen text or just what he added?
1: I think we should do both because it's both of the, it's both of the works combined because they're both listed. Okay. I, I okay. would, I don't want to just omit one of the authors cause they both had hands in writing it. Okay. Um, so character development. So if it's going to be a 25 or 20, it would, it would clearly describe the character in detail clearly develops characters over the course of the text and then characters are well balanced and show growth or lack thereof to suit the needs of the piece so and then it just kind of goes further down into like did you not do this and then you know okay so character development um i loved the addition of the information like you were just talking about with darcy and elizabeth i thought that was stellar um i I like to say his is better I like um, I like the information about Wickham. I thought that was more um, I thought it was more detailed. And his descent was great in this one because in the yeah. original he doesn't really get punished a whole lot. Because let's let's be real, oh. he is going to be a hoe the rest of his entire life in the original, and Lydia is yeah. going to have to suffer that.
0: So not only does he get a wife, he gets a higher commission Darcy paid for. He gets nothing he's earned. Yeah. So you get a young wife from not necessarily an esteemed family, but who has two sisters who are married into money who have become esteemed as a family because one of them is married to one of the richest people in the area. So yeah, he gets almost really, he gets nothing bad happens to him. In the first one, like mm-hmm. Darcy pays for him to be an officer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: In, in, in accordance to agree to marry him when really you should have just killed him. Killed them both. <laughs> killed <laughs> them both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just no one would care if they were gone, but um, not I liked so. the character developments in this one a whole lot more, uh, yeah. but at the same time, uh, Jane did what she could based on the time period. Cause I felt like if she yeah. was too forward, the piece would not have done so well. Um. <sighs> so I can see
0: that like, but it's, I would it's also what she a, knows a higher character points than i would just pride and prejudice by itself oh
1: yeah well i mean we're trying to do both so yeah um uh, yeah. i would honestly give the character development in this one a 25 but that's just me
0: um you have a range here it says 25 to 20 so does that mean anywhere in there yeah because i would think i would be thinking more like 22 ish not a full 25 because i do think some of the characters The one thing I think those books surface from, and it's the same with Pride and Prejudice, is that there's too many characters. That's
1: a lot of books, though.
0: I know. And that's why it's, it's hard to read some of the older stuff. Like, now where you get, like, well, a lot of books will have one main character, and then you have extra characters who they're being fleshed out is not a big deal. But there's so many characters that are so vital to the progression of this story that it's a lot to keep up with. And I really think like somewhere 22, 23, it did a really good job because where some of them were way much better. Some of them were kind of left to the wayside. They're just thrown in like who, like the other aunt, miss Phillips,
1: yeah, um, that was only to kinda show how big of a gossip the mom was.
0: Well yeah, yeah. But they could tell them that's that's their their family. They would have been there. Like the one ant is regarded like the fosters no gardeners, gardeners. Sorry. The gardeners are thrown in like they're there all the time. Oh my favorite ants. And then all of a sudden at the third act of the book, oh, there's another aunt who lives in Meriton who's closer than the gardeners are that you never hear is never there. And really, in the original novel, like there's a, a like what, someone else wrote this book about what happens after. Well, I think Kitty ends up marrying one of her uncle's law clerks or something. Like, so there's like a whole connection to the other family, but they bring them in for no reason. I mean, I, you could have never had her in there and just said, a lady in town told me. You know what I'm saying? Like earlier on, they talk about uh, the housemaid at Netherfield. You could have just said, their mom saw them, not, oh your other aunt who we just now found out we had it was just silly and i thought so I, i'm i'm thinking like I 22 it 23 bother me
1: as much with some of the minor characters yeah. because that's why they're minor that's why they're there they're just serving yeah, that, one particular purpose weird. That's
0: done. but I, I will say i mean i can get it like i said 20, it was really good they're well it's the well-balanced part that you wrote here is why i was kind of taking a few points off because they're not really well balanced some are some are not they're definitely more developed which i think is great um they build up i think darcy gets a way better development in this story than he does in the original um and so does lizzie like i said she has a whole another le- layer of her character that is just makes her powerful and a much better icon than what she was originally i think um i wish people didn't hate this book so much because of the comparison well, it's,
1: that's the thing is people don't want something like this tainted with violence because that's yeah. really not what she intended it to be but at the same time it, it's a fun retelling it's not like yeah. i I love the original. And I said that at the very beginning, I liked this one. I didn't love it. I loved the original and I will always stick to that. But I also liked this one and I appreciated all the stuff that he added to it. I thought that it was fun. I liked the intimacy of Darcy and yeah. Elizabeth more so in this one than in the, in the original. But essentially I did love the original when I first read it. It was, you know, but
0: uh, yeah. I think this mad. is a book just like the retail, the remake movies that Ed, you called it something else and changed their names. Everyone loved it. There <laughs> Yeah, absolutely.
1: Negative. Like people don't want things wasn't to be Mr. Darcy.
0: Yeah, if it wasn't, oh, Mr., well, well they're super, super prominent icons. Mm-hmm. Mr. Darcy is an icon. I mean, you see his quotes on coffee mugs and pictures well, and yeah. like, shirts and pillows and shit. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, the whole I ardently love and adore you is freaking everywhere. Every girl gets that written to him in a love letter one time in their life. It's ridiculous.
1: I have not. Me.
0: So, uh, you go ho- you holler at your husband. <laughs> <laughs> because Aaron has, I'll tell you that. You much. know what? He said many
1: nice things to me without having to quote books. So I'm, I'm, quote, I'm
0: quoting out Mister Darcy on the rag.
1: No, well, you you keep doing that because that's what you need to do. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so plot development. Um, I'm just going to read, like, the distinguished one because I don't feel the need to re- read all through those. But yeah. themes are well-developed and clear to the reader. Pacing of the story is timed well and doesn't feel rushed. This one I would score lower. And the only reason why is because I don't think the pacing is right. Okay. So, like the original, it was slow and it's oh, and always was slow because that's just how she wrote. Yeah. But this one, it felt like he started slow. And then he went ball for the wall at the end and was yeah. like, "Let's do all the action at the end." I got bored halfway through because I was like, "Where are the zombies? Where's the fighting?" And it didn't really have he had a turning point until he till Elizabeth went to the Collins estate and then she fought the ninjas and
0: then you know um she fought you know, Darcy like, and then she fights early on though like they, it's not the they fight zombies early and then she fights them with yeah but it's
1: Darcy. not it's not as no. it was a lot slower in the beginning yes it's not it wasn't like if it had been action-packed the entire time then i might score this a little higher okay um I thought this the themes were well developed though. So I would probably fall at either be, like between a 19 and a 20 on this one.
0: I go to 19. I agree. I think the pacing, it jumps around a lot because I yes. do think there is some violence at the beginning. that's good. And every time they walk to Meriton, they're fighting something
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I can see that maybe 19.
1: Okay. So the next one would be imagery. So author creates well thought out and descriptive scene setting and actions. I thought this was well done. The imagery has always been well done to me. But um, I'm not going to say it's a 25. I don't think it's a 25. But I think like the fight scenes were very descriptive. Um, uh, yeah,
0: especially in the, the decapitations or like the disembowelment of the ninjas. Yeah, so
1: I would probably fall between a 15 and a 19 on this one. Um, so I was
0: thinking maybe like a 17. Yeah, let's do that. Because well, I, yeah, I feel like because that one it says pacing the story is time well and doesn't feel rushed most of the time. And the themes are well, well developed and clear to the reader most of the time. And I would agree with that statement. It is most of the time but there are some things that are oh i'm sorry we're on imagery aren't we yes we're on imagery not bad arthur creates well thought out descriptive scene setting actions most of the time because it is like there are some really good descriptive scenes and there's some you're like what's going on why is it like that what happened Yeah, I
1: thought it was really, they just, oh my gosh, we just, they described um, Darcy's home really well. Yeah. And the dojo was described pretty well, but it didn't really describe certain homes that were supposed to be
0: like their own. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really was kind of described a little bit by Lady Catherine as she was going through and opening doors before she went to the dojo, but that was, like, very rushed. That wasn't, like... Yeah, it, like only, it, was,
0: it was almost almost the very end.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I would say that um it was most of the time. So, we said, what did we say, 17 on that one?
0: Yeah, I think that was pretty good.
1: All right, so style and conventions. Writing and language is smooth, skillful, and coherent. Sentences are strong and expressive with varied structure and... There's no conventional errors present. To me, this one scores fairly high. I thought he, the only reason why is because by him adding in what he did he did a very phenomenal job keeping yes. close to her original work I and that is hard him. to do so he I had to i be... read
0: somewhere it's 85% her and 15% him
1: but you can't tell like yeah, you no, know but... which one is him because of like the differences but if it, if you had taken both their names off of this you would have thought it was just one author because i yeah. i thought he did a good job at at sounding as close to her writing as possible I agree and that to me is very skillful so be, that's hard I to agree. do to write. I like couldn't
0: that. do it. No, yeah. Especially, I don't even know being, if I could either. Especially being from alive now, just the pacing, the dialect, and how they spoke yes. is alien to us mm-hmm. at this point. So, so he's an American. He's not even British. Exactly. So he had person, to be
1: very well versed in how yeah. to write in that way. So he had I to did. do a little bit of. I don't know. I don't know what he would have done to write this because he did. I just think he did a really good job. I agree. So
0: what are you thinking?
1: It scores pretty high on my book. What do you think? I think it's a 25.
0: You think it's a 25?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's no errors. The sentences are strong. Um, it has expressive. It was very expressive with varied structure. There's varied structure in there. And then the language is very smooth, skillful, and coherent. It doesn't there's no lack in any of those things. Like the conventions are all there. And uh, he- yeah. And
0: I think he even does a good job of describing like with the unmentionables and calling it the plague and using the yeah. religious context they would have had at the time and not just being like, Ooh, zombies. Yeah. I do think the ninjas part was kind of silly. Like I like it, but ooh, my ninjas. I'm like, what? I mean okay. but it does fit to what our idea of that period Japan was like, like the feudal nature. So yeah, I'm cool with that.
1: And there's also a geisha in waiting. Did you see that the part at the end? Yeah,
0: not till the very end. I was yeah, like, she has
1: her own personal geisha. Shut up. I actually m- mentioned very that in
0: my <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing that bothers me. It doesn't bother me about this book, but I kind of I thought it was weird is that other than they're mentioning their master, there's no Japanese people in this story. Like even the ninjas, I don't think are Japanese. I think they're like trained British people.
1: Well, I don't think it ever explains that fully. No. But in the, if, I think you're thinking of the movie because I don't really uh, know.
0: I don't remember ninjas even being in the movie for real. I don't. They I weren't really
1: ninjas. They're more like bodyguards
0: but yeah that she was... calls them her ninjas yeah which i thought was a little over the top a little bit um because ninjas are kind of a whatever but it was cool yeah whatever i can go with you. i think some people are gonna be really mad at the scores we gave this book well they get it, is it, over not, it. it is not a well liked book
1: well i mean you can't I mean, I don't understand why people can't read or watch two things that are very similar and give them credit for what they are. I don't understand that. Like, I loved the original, and I still liked this one enough. I mean, it only scored an eighty-four. It's still a B. I had to add it up on my phone because I
0: don't do good at math.
1: You know, I'm not, I'm not a math person. It scored an eighty-four. I think that's pretty good. It's a B.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I agree. I think it's good. I just like, um, like again, it's it's a good story. I think the adding of it made it. I really think they did a good job just overall mm-hmm. of building the characters up and giving them a layer. I, I give him all all the props for how he did it with the adding a layer to it, um, adding a just a whole nother sense. Of these characters, which I thought was important and I liked.
1: Well, he took their original um, form and he made them better because of the fact that they had to be highly trained in fighting because of the plague that they were under. So yeah. it was necessary to to move them forward the way that he did. So he did a really good job. I appreciated it. It did take me a little bit to get through it only because I had some hiccups along the way. But other than that, I did enjoy the book. Yeah, it's hard I, not I to it. enjoy
0: it. <laughs> I was uh I was trying to find this quote I found that it was really funny. It's uh basically the New Yorker's Macy Halford called the book's estimated blend of 85% Austin's words and 15% Graham Smith's 100% terrible.
1: I don't agree with that because if you if you <laughs> If it's eighty what did you she what did you say? Eighty five percent Jane Austen So you're saying that Jane Austen's book is no good. Yeah. So that which really is, was kind of a stupid comment. People so really, just hate
0: on it because it's what it was.
1: So really she you should just guy. say fifteen percent of it was no good.
0: Yeah, which I think is wrong. I, like I said,
1: I don't I agree it, with it either. I think it I think it was really well done. And if people hate it, then they hate it. But I didn't.
0: Well, I mean, let's be honest. Pride and Prejudice is not an easy read. No. It's a large book if you don't read a lot or know much of the time you don't get a lot of the subtext no um, or even the context of the book so I think adding this new layer gives it not only does it introduce with it being that much hurt it introduces Younger people, people who would never pick up Pride and Prejudice. It will introduce them to the words and work of Jane Austen, which I think is cool mm-hmm. and important. I definitely think she is a very important author.
1: Well, yeah, because her stories are continuously being remade into something like...
0: Well, shit, I didn't know Clueless was based on Emma, yeah. so it's like... Well, it's just like people don't read Shakespeare. I don't like that. Do you like movies? Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, most do you like 10 are Things are I Hate
1: About You? Because that's The Taming yeah. of the Shrew so yeah. whatever I mean, there's,
0: there's so many things that are just based on are taken from the story of an of an author right so yeah so many ideas like i said i'm i'm now that i think about it i'm fully confident wickham is a hundred percent the basis of that sleazy money hungry guy you see in all the 80s and 90s movies trope like a hundred percent they're yeah. all wickham's um <laughs> oh, he's you a wickham. know what i mean so you're a Wickham that's my new thing that dude's a Wickham but um, yeah so it's 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 cool I think it introduces a whole new layer of uh of not layer but whole new I guess world I guess P of people to the work of Jane Austen because it is a lot of her work he just kind of modernized he doesn't even modernize it. like we just say he does a good job of sticking true to the period and how which it was written but he makes yeah, it and more and it shows that he
1: appreciated her enough to not veer from her the language that she originally spoke in so yeah. I, I think 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 that that should be you know considered when you're reading it like he did a good job at keeping as close to her 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 way of writing as possible and I think that was an appreciation on his part so yeah I uh, I agree
0: and like I said like I'm I consider myself well read I like to read um but as a dude that likes horror I would read this book even not being well read and still be able to like it you know what I mean like I read a lot or I did read a lot teachers don't read a lot anymore guys it's it's horrible, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, it's because we're to so read. tired by the time we no, go to sleep. read, we fall asleep. So, there's that
0: our eyes are set, our eyes, our eyes revolt and put us to bed. But, um, <laughs>
1: like, Nip, sleep,
0: no, why are you doing this? Go to sleep. We don't read for fun anymore. But, um, in my youth and my, you know formative years I've thoroughly enjoyed reading and I consider myself at the time of a racist reader so for me it was easy to read the book originally because I read you know but like as a person who doesn't necessarily read but maybe you really like horror or you really like the work of Clive Barker or you like those kind of stories this has that right it has those things that would capture a younger guy necessarily whereas the romance and all that was for a younger woman not that men can't like romance but typically that's who reads that let me if we're honest and not to genderize it but you know what I mean like that kind of thing is usually viewed as a a book for women this makes it a book for everybody because now it has it has that romance it has that those like women out women out trying to find their love and it has that love story but it also has zombies and ninjas and sword fighting so it's like okay cool you know what i mean like it makes it it a book for everyone
1: it also adds the fact that women can be warriors Yes. And I think that should be, that should be hailed as something more important because we're not all damsels in distress. And I think it's important for little girls and younger women to to see themselves reflected as warriors instead of somebody who's just, you know, needs rescuing. I get annoyed 100%. with that. So we're not always the ones that need rescuing. So mm-hmm. there's that. I love it. And
0: I think that with that, we'll end with that because that was great. I think that is going to be a quote I put on the Instagrams. So I like it. <laughs> um because you're right 100 and i was gonna say that it, it essentially it makes lizzie a stronger female influential character yeah far more than she did in the original story mm-hmm. i think because now she is like a strong powerful woman who knows what she wants she knows how to get it and she will not be told otherwise she's a little stubborn but that's fine she's headstrong you know what i mean and i like it
1: yeah. all right
0: all right man we'll tell them where to find us Junior
1: okay you can follow us on facebook and instagram at horror in the halls you can also follow jenny underscore dreadfuls on instagram you can email us at horror in the at gmail.com we would love to hear from you
0: yeah guys so there it is month one of our new format we hope you like come it to a wrap. we hope you like it i hope you followed along in our little horror in the halls book club and read with us and yeah so that's the bell and we'll see you next time
1: bye